0: You know We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine.
2: Welcome. It is Monday. It is Hometown Heroes. And while we wait for our guests, To Arise, today is Columbus Day and Indigenous People Day. You know, with all this stuff going on and rewriting our histories and picking and choosing what we do and how we do things, Thought we could spend a few moments while we're waiting for our guests to arrive to talk about it. And, you know, Columbus Day has been celebrated since the 1700s. It's been officially became a holiday back in 1937. And it's all to honor a man who discovered America That's it. A Italian who lied about who he was A trip of a lifetime travel across oceans to a land that didn't no one knew anything about And as we're whitewashing everything and we're erasing all this history, at the same time, we're losing all these little pieces of great accomplishments that individuals had done. No matter what you do, there's going to be good with the bad. The day is observed the second Monday of October each year. Columbus and Italian explorers sailed across the Atlantic Ocean with support of the Spanish crown. And his arrival to the Americas is often considered a pivotal event in the history of the European exploration. And in the beginning, a significant contact between the old world and the new world. And what it was originally designed for is to honor the Italian explorer's achievements and his contributions. It literally was designed to honor a man that connected two worlds. There's a big body of water. They found land. Go on. And people become more political And we try to become this tunnel vision in society. We are now changing the way we look at things. And what we're doing is we're creating an atmosphere of forgetting about the achievements that were made. You know, their big argument for changing Columbus Day to turn it into an indigenous day is because of First of all, Columbus didn't exactly find America. He found something close. But two, it was taking that, and because the Americans or the Europeans came over and colonized, colonized, that the world over here and forced the Native Americans out a man who made all these achievements to find (laughs) close to America is forgotten. So we're blaming a man who took a ship, sailed for months, (laughs) landed on a a rock for what people hundreds of years later did. I don't know about you, but I think that's, that's just the dumbest thing, one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. It'd be like blaming kids for the things that their parents did when they were kids. Or (laughs) great-grandparents. We... Nothing against the Native Americans or the indigenous colonies. They should be honored for being the first to settle here. They should have their culture talked about, their histories talked about. They should be honored and celebrated, too. But why are we in this world that we have to eliminate one thing to have another? There's 365 days in a year. You're telling me we can't find another day? There is not one day particular to their culture that we could use to celebrate and honor them. My whole point is, why can't we have both? Why do we need one without the other? Mm -hmm. Hi, how are you? So I So, that was my rant. It's just for me, it just seems like we have to get rid of one to have another, and we can't do both. And it's Columbus Day. Um, Is this Laney on the line? Uh, My guest didn't show up yet. So anyone have any comments about Indigenous People Day, Christopher Columbus Day? Any thoughts? Any opinions? I just personally believe right now that we are going down a very slippery slope where instead of taking differences and being in the middle and honoring your opinion, honoring my opinion, and let's figure out a way to work together, we are in this whitewash, eliminate, cancel culture society where if we, you don't agree with somebody We get rid of it. If someone says something that we don't agree with, we cut them off and destroy them. There is no longer a conversation. There's no longer a debate about whose opinions and what opinions are. We're becoming so tunnel-visioned into society about everything, and everything is so extreme. and you wonder why mental health is an all-time high and it's such a crisis and it's so stre- life is so stressful and you have to worry about saying the right things all the time or you're going to get yelled at or destroyed and in the meantime all these achievements that individuals make are becoming Eliminated and destroyed because they don't agree with what is considered the status norm as some of you know, I live in Minnesota. And we have a huge Native American population. And so we have quite a few that have done a lot of things to help settlers. And what our towns have done is named the towns after them in honor. It wasn't done in malicious intent at all. It was literally done to honor some of these chiefs And what they've done to help as we've settled across the country. Now, ironically as it is, the Dye Jump Up that we've known for years was actually created in the 1800s by a Native American woman to keep her child occupied. But we don't talk about these achievements they make. We don't talk about achievements people do. We talk about the negative. Everything has to be a negative. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm really tired of living in a world where we always sit here and wait for the bad to happen. Just so we have something to talk about. No, we need to start uplifting each other and honoring our history, because how do we know where we're going if we don't know where we've been? What contributions has your ancestors made to this country, to the world? No, every single person, their family has done something to make a contribution. But most of you don't make the front page news. From farmers to to people who just build construction. Everybody makes a contribution to do something that affects everybody. Unless you live off the grid in your own little hole in the middle of nowhere, completely isolated from the world and not having any contact with the outside world, sometimes that's better for some people. Everybody, every little thing you do makes a contribution for the better or the good. From opening the door to somebody, to helping a mom out with struggling kids, you never know <laughs> if that child will end up being the next president of the United States or ends up being, you know, the next Fortune 500 company. Hell, look at Elon Musk. He went from a South African native in a very abusive home, being bullied every day of his childhood, to working... 80 hours a week to pay for a college education who created the original version of PayPal to now he's a multi-billionaire just because he had some ideas that were considered off the wall at the time and he didn't listen to what everyone else said. Some of his ideas are still off the wall, but that's not the point. And that's the whole reason we have these little days to celebrate individuals. Now, wasn't it part of Christopher Columbus's journey to establish the fact that the world wasn't flat? Mm -hmm. And now, once again, we have a whole group of people that believe the world's flat again. Yeah, (laughs) I think it's funny. Some days it would be nice that the world would be flat and push them off the edge. There you go. Bye. Sometimes life would be simpler. You know, I'll take a rapist or a... molester for years that's doing the same thing over and over again instead of putting them in jail all the time just push them off the edge but it took a man lying about his heritage because he was Italian but he told the queen that he was Spanish because she wasn't going to fund the Italians because the Italians and the Spanish were at war to make this journey Not knowing if he was going to fall off the face of the earth, because we've never come that far before. But that whole contribution is erased because of what happened hundreds of years later. And the sad part is, is, as we're turning around and we're taking this, we're repeating everything over again. You know, you had World War One, the world to end, the wars to end all wars. Twenty years later, we have World War Two, the world, the war to end all wars. A few years later, another war. <laughs> We are so wrapped up in ourselves and we're not remembering where we came from and who we are. And we're in this blanket state of denial that we are literally turning around and repeating history again. There was an interesting post on um, Facebook this morning um, listening to the Red Hot Chili Peppers song, Californication, and how people are looking at that, that weren't alive during the 60s and 70s, and looking at all the things it's saying, oh, well, it predicted the future. Well, it kind of did, but it actually repeated what happened back in the 50s and 60s and 70s. No, we are just in this cycle of denial, and we're repeating everything over and over and over again. And this is where our society, our institutions, our systems, part of what's to blame. No, we're living in this world now where we are being shut down instead of uplifted. No, being back in the 80s, in the 90s, it was all about being different. It was about living outside the box not having to fit into the world and society. It was great to be different. You had people like Punky Brewster that emphasized how important it was to be who you are. And now we're turning around and telling kids that because they are the way that they're supposed to be, they're a girl, born a girl, they are a girl. A boy, same thing. And because they are the way they are, they're being taught that there's something wrong with that. That they're supposed to have this identity crisis. That they're supposed to not have a label. But not having a label, we have to redesign that label for them. You know, what is your your pronoun is the new label. So we're taking our children and basically re-brainwashing them a whole new world into they have to have not a label to be a label, if that makes sense. Sometimes I don't explain things that, in my head it makes sense, comes out of my mouth, doesn't make sense. And it's sad. It's sad. You know, we're putting little girls on hormone blockers at the age of 10. And I'm being very conservative with the age. But the the most commonly hormone blocker they used was the hormone blocker Lupin, which was created for pedophiles, rapists, and molesters to castrate them and keep their urges down. But they sued the court system and the judicial system and said that was inhumane because of the lasting side effects. But now we give it to our kids. Before our kids even figure out who they are, we're already eliminating that possibility And what they don't tell you is when you take these hormone blockers at a young age, that part of your body never develops. So you become sterile. So because you had some dumb idea that was filtered by your parents in society and your parents decide to follow the status norm and go along with it, you come to your senses as you get older and realize That's not who you are. I mean, how many kids in their lifespan decide to change what they want to do, who they are, what they like and don't like? They can never have kids. So in about 15 years, we are going to be a population that is going to essentially wind down because we're having a whole generation of kids not being able to reproduce. So all the millennials, you better have your money put away because as we go through, you need these younger generations to have kids to work in this society to help pay for social security. But these are one of the many things that we do, that people are just following the status norm because since the invention of the TV set, it's been used as propaganda from one thing to another. And now we've got social media, and our kids are on it all the time. All of these are different things that you turn around. It, it makes you question things, mm-hmm. good or bad. And this is where it's so crucial for us to remember where we came from and remember who we are and what our belief system is. And this is where having that strong faith actually helps. When you have that strong faith in not only your higher power, but also in yourself, you can stand up to all that. And you're not going to be as easily manipulated. And this is where you also... Look at the historical aspects and like, oh, yeah, here's the good things that happened. This is what he did. Well, this is the dumb things they did or what they did they thought, men being men. But it's not my fault. It's not his fault because we weren't actually physically involved in it. events, especially traumatic events, they can leave that lasting scar. And I'm not undermining what the Native Americans went through. And this trauma can be passed down from generation to generation. And what they've found is this trauma actually affects your DNA. And one of the things that we need to do is start talking about solutions and start forgiving. You know, we can't keep blaming our, our current generations for what our ancestors did. And I'm not condoning what anything anyone does, is bad. But what I'm saying is that we need to start bond, forging that connection together and coming up with solutions. No, stop living in the victim world and being a victim for everything, and everybody's fault is but my own, and start putting, to, putting those ties together and working together. Educate. You know, no, the big thing, another thing we, you know, Society are organized in the political and the economic and social structures that can resist change. And we need to start talking about the social memory and the perception of these components and how society understands and interprets their past. And this is where history is so far from the facts. History is created by the victors. Because one, they live to tell the tale. But basically, whoever got there first, that's the story it goes with. It's like the story of Pocahontas. And John Snatt. One <clears throat> jerk who liked to boast about stories created a story that wasn't even close to being true. Turned into a whole other story. Mm-hmm. And this is where, you know, we really need to start looking at our own sources, and making sure that our sources of information are non-biased, but also tell both sides of that story. You know, the sad part is is that majority of our stories and our history was never written down. And it's like playing a telephone game. So as, as we talk about things, It changes based on who hears it and who repeats it. This is where it's so crucial to actually sit down with generations. You know, there's a big trend going on right now with the World War II veterans going on TikTok and talking about their stories and talking about their experiences of what they survived during World War Two, survivors of the Holocaust are doing the same thing. So that you know, these men are in their 90s to 100 years old. They're not going to. There's a good chance they may not be around tomorrow, or unless more than a couple more years. Ariana, please, thank you. All these stories, all these things, are going to be gone for future generations. You know, we're not even teaching actual history in our schools anymore. We're teaching social, economic, how to be a better citizen, which is great. But at the same time, I mean, we're not even teaching our little kids the three branches of our government and what they're for. How laws are made. None of that stuff. They do a quick overview of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. But they don't actually anymore break down and teach history. And if you go to school overseas, not only do you learn your own history, but you learn the American history as well. Which is why the American school system can't compete with foreign schools, because they actually educate and teach our kids. Instead of teaching our kids how to do things and understanding Columbus Day or Ninja's Day or President's Day. Understand what these presidents did all their lives. What we're doing is we're dumbing down our education system to fit the kids. So instead of taking our kids, uplifting them to make them smarter and actually understand the world around them, we just dumb it down so that they so that we meet them at their level. And, of our schools in our country don't teach 9-11 because it's too traumatic. But we whitewash it and we teach it a very blanket version of it. You know, most kids don't know what the Sullivan ship is and what was the significance of the Sullivan brothers. Hell, most college kids can't pick out United States on a map unlabeled of North America. Most kids most college kids don't even know what Washington D C is for. it's it's, its own separate state. Anyone have any comments? <laughs> you going to get Huh? I do. How are you? <laughs>
3: I'm fine. Well, you know, when you were talking about, you know, how kids here in the, you know, in the States, well, in their mind, you know, it's just United States. Yeah, You know, they don't venture out to see what's across the ocean, where's Europe, the countries in Europe, you know, even the Middle East, uh, Asia, things like that. To them, it's just the United States. And they don't venture out to see what is there. And the, but, you know the, the saddest part is even though the ones here don't even know all the all the cities, all the uh you know um places here in the United States where is Minnesota? Where is you know uh Louisiana? You know different things like that. They're just so patterned with just their own surroundings that they don't look for what's out there, you know, who's right up, you know, from the States, you know, Canada, different things like that. And then it's, you know, it's
2: just a loss because the world is the whole world, you know, and that's the sad part about it. You know, when we were kids, it was all about studying the Egyptians and the pyramids because they were so cool. You know, going, looking at the castles of Europe. And it's so much Mm -hmm. easier to study this stuff now than it was back when we were kids. We had books. But now you can actually go online and go and tour the actual castle or go and tour a 3D version of it online and see it and learn about it. No, science actually comes, social studies and history come to life now. (laughs) It's, you know, it's like pyramids.
3: You know, and different things like that when you talk about, Egypt, you know, all of that, you know, uh are historical places, monuments, and things like that, that, you know, before, like I said, you know, now you can actually see it, you can Google it, you can do all of that to be, you know, be able to actually see them, but before that, you know, it's in books, you know, paper forms, but you don't actually see it, to like, you know, give your oohs and your ahs and wows and things like that.
2: And you know, that's the sad part about it all. Of there we go. I have my Google reminders set up for the kids when they have different classes throughout the day. Because my, oh. my brain was starting to hurt to keep track of all their schedules and keep track of mine but and that's the mm-hmm. sad part about mm-hmm. it is that you know you don't mm-hmm. even look, we don't look at these things anymore you know look at the, Colosse- the Colosseum, the coliseum look at the catacombs mm-hmm. in rome you know how many yeah. uh, obelisks are throughout the world that were stolen from egypt when we conquered they conquered other they conquered egypt how many times by how many different you know and that's the thing is that there's so many things that we don't see. And the sad part is, is that when these kids do go see this stuff, they have no respect for it. You know, look at that college oh, kid yeah. that broke the finger off of the terracotta army. Yep. Yeah. Well, even the Great Wall,
3: you know, that you hear it, you know, people just, like, they don't respect the things, the things that have been there for How many years ago, you know, the history of it and everything. Yeah,
2: the Great Wall. Construction workers in their 20s didn't want to drive around it. What did they do? Mm -hmm. They built a road right through it, literally. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. But it's sad. It breaks parts off of different statues that Da Vinci and all them guys created that have been around hundreds of years. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the cool part is, it's like you go down to San Antonio, you have the Alamo.
3: hmm
2: They're working on re, refurnishing it. And um, you have the missions out there from the original Alamo. And what they've done is the churches have taken it over and they hold services at these missions which were original churches of the Alamo to pay for, re- to restore it back to its original deal. But you, they want people to go see these things. So they're free. And as you're walking down different parts of San Antonio, you'll see these pillars coming up out of nowhere off the side of the sidewalk. They put signs up now because people trip because they're not paying attention to what they're doing. But mm-hmm. those are actual original bricks from the original Alabama. Wow.
3: But the respect of it's gone. It gone its You know, people don't respect the old stuff, the the you know, the, the things like that, that historical things.
2: And that's the sad part about it, is that we yeah. are not teaching our kids to honor and respect things.
3: Uh-huh.
2: They just took it for granted that they can do whatever they want. They are so tunneled in their, you know, it's like taking the kids to Buffalo. Going and seeing Niagara Falls. So mm-hmm. My kids were in awe. They like oh, that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. But the parents were mad because we didn't do all these other trips and do all this other stuff in the process. But what I wanted to do, they didn't want to do. And we wanted to. Go, wow. I wanted to take the kids to go see the Harriet Tubman Museum, the end of the Underground Railroad. You know, Buffalo has so oh, much heritage. You know, things like that. Ironic to me was, you know, their big thing was going swimming and going to lakes. For y'all that don't understand Minnesota, Minnesota is the land of 10,000 lakes.
3: Uh Uh-huh.
2: I live in the only town that doesn't have one, basically. But there's a lake everywhere. We are also home to the largest Great Lake, Lake Superior. Uh Uh-huh. So to most Minnesotans, if you go to Buffalo, you don't care about the lakes. You don't care about things like that. Going and seeing Niagara Falls is a sight because it's not something you see every day here. You know, mm-hmm. But people don't want to get out of their comfort zone and learn and understand things. Uh, you know, we look at history through our eyes of what we see right now. And at the same time, we're slapping down our ancestors. You know, it's like now, oh, there is no way that human nature actually created the pyramids. That was built by aliens. (laughs) You know. um,
3: Down the road, a lot of these will probably disappear. Yep.
2: no it's it kind of reminds me of the Santa Claus movie um, the second one no second one or the third one with Jack Frost and how basically kids stop believing in Santa Claus and uh-huh. Jack Frost gets a hold of the North Pole and turns it into an amusement park That's really what we're doing with things now. You know, it's like they're doing the live action of Bambi. Okay, the crucial scene (laughs) to understand the whole movie of Bambi was when Bambi's Uh mom was shot. You don't actually see her get shot. You just see her fall. This movie is almost 100 years old. It's not quite 100 years old. They're going to cut that out for the sensitive kids. Wow. So you're really not understanding the whole concept of the whole movie because that first crucial scene is what's so important because we're just whitewashing over things. So as we eliminate Christopher Columbus Day, we're back to thinking the world flat. Mm-hmm. But we have no problem talking taking conspiracy theories that every white wi- right wing nut job comes up with and believing those yeah <laughs> and some of them are really crazy and I'm not saying all conspiracies are bad or all conspiracies are conspiracies some of them are fact based and some of them are legit I'm talking about the really Looney Tune ones like the world's flat. Right. Or that you don't eat breakfast because it was created by the cereal companies to bring in business. Well, things that make absolutely no logical sense when people have been eating since they've been people.
1: Hi, Mary. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, hi, Mary. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm listening in on the show, and uh, you're bringing such uh, powerful um, topics to discuss um, on the issues and stuff like that about, you know, the children. I feel like, you know, from my experience, and I have cousins and younger cousins. I also have children and family um, of different tribes, and I've I've noticed that, you know, each, each generation of children are advanced and so Mm -hmm. when you go and try to teach a child well you know and the things you know that they're being taught today are you know a little bit of truth mixed with lies a little bit of you know lies mixed with truth and and it just caused them to be off balance so they just disregard the whole thing it's not that they don't respect it it's just that they wasn't they're not given the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help them, God. And um, I've I've noticed that you know they they're just tired of the lies. You know, it's so many lies, and it's just like, like like I heard you mention Minnesota being a a place of. You said how many lakes, Mary? Ten thousand lakes. Yepers when they stop counting them. Yeah, yeah, that's so powerful because I was recently watching. Um, it was like a, a little documentary on YouTube when they talk about the origin of lakes and how a lot of lakes are just hidden cities underneath. It's not even, it's some waters that um, a group of people drowned out that area uh, because of some type of malice or jealousy involved of um, so you know, it's just like the truth has to be. If you're gonna give somebody the truth, you know. With, and same thing with the holidays. Like you know, the holidays are all fairy tale land, and you know, to, like I said, each generation is getting more advanced, and they just, you know, I seen <laughs> I seen something the other day that they show how babies gonna start birthing and stuff, and it was so funny. It made me laugh because you know they're just tired of the Easter bunny and they're tired of these kind of things. And, you know, we tell them not to lie, but then we're lying to them and we're promoting lie and trickery and stuff. And then it's just like, you know, they're just sick of it. And so I'm going to take up for the babies today. The children are not disrespectful, you know, in a sense that, you know, they just don't care. They just don't want to be lied to no longer. I feel like they just, you know, just, if we're going to help them and we want to we care about their minds growing and advancing, then we just have to stop lying to them. That's how I feel, you know, and the 10,000 lakes, is a lot of them are covered up cities. And if we're going to talk about the truth, then we just might as well just give it to them how we're supposed to give it to them, you know, because it, it makes everything much better. We won't have to lie again. Right, thank you, Mary, for letting me come in. I'm still listening. You have some wonderful topics. Thank you. Thank you. You know, some kids, <laughs> are
2: bored i mean my kids are that's why i have to force them to do a little bit of their education otherwise we do everything off we dive deeper i have a whole series of books on different wars and things that we look at and we have different topics for different days some kids are just they're disrespectful because their parents are that way they learn from their environment and what can be you know it's like holidays like you brought up Some are based on truth. Christmas, for instance, is actually based off of St. Nicholas Day, which is a German holiday to honor a man who, back hundreds and hundreds of years ago, created toys for the children of a town. And it spread from there. But a lot of our holidays like I don't even know the origin of Easter and the Easter bunny which ironically is an American origin holiday is an American thing brought over from Germany yeah, that's right <laughs> but the origin of Easter itself is all about Jesus and his resurrection Easter is supposed to represent the day that Jesus rose from the grave now once again Americans and what we're really good at. Twist and turn things around and make it something more than what it is. We have such, apparently so much free time on our hands that we can sit and do, turn everything around. You know, the original, if you actually look up the original fairy tales, like Cinderella, Snow White, Things like that, they actually have real origins based on real stories. You know, the song of "Ring Around the Rosie is actually an origin of the Black Plague. And it was created for kids to look for the warning signs. And ironic as it is, a lot of the things that we use today that are all cheerful and great kind of negative and bad back in the day but they were used to teach our kids to look out for dangers you know Little red riding hood and the big bad wolf it's like the stories of the bible But this is where it all comes down to education and teaching our kids right from wrong and understanding and questioning things. And the sad part is, is a lot of our teachers do not like our kids questioning things. I know for me, for instance, you know, my kids think differently. They speak differently. I don't care as long as I understand what they're saying. You know, my son, for instance, he... He does something that most adults can't do. When he has a feeling or an emotion, he will tell you exactly what he needs or to make himself feel better. Like, for instance, if he's that raged and that frustrated, that mad, he will tell you he's a baby anaconda snake. Now, if you know anything about the animal world, a baby anaconda snake is the most aggressive animal out there. They're very temperamental. They will bite anything that comes near them. And if you try to pick him up, he's going to bite you. He will hit you because he just wants to be left alone. Now, the school is telling me that I need to teach him to say, just leave me alone. How many adults listen to a child when they say, leave me alone? We don't we tend to want to cuddle them even more and find out what's wrong. So now, he warns you. Leave me alone. I'm a snake. A baby anaconda. He's given you his disclaimer all in two sentences. If he wants to be hugged and cuddled, he'll tell you he's a baby. And the most hilarious thing is, Who doesn't understand how to throw a temper tantrum? So when he gets frustrated and he wants to throw a temper tantrum, like every other kid out there, he Googles it and throws it on YouTube. And literally, there's a video of a kid throwing a temper tantrum. Thanks, parents, by the way, for putting that on TV. (laughs) He literally will do the same thing he's seeing on the screen. I walk away laughing because I think it's funny. Having a very smart kid that doesn't understand how to do the basic thing of throwing temper tantrum correctly, apparently not correctly. So remember, when your kids call for something dumb, especially when they see other kids do something dumb, remember who had the phone in their hand recording their kid doing something dumb and posting it for other kids to find? Because usually if it's five and under doing something stupid or obnoxious, Or throwing a temper tantrum. (laughs) That usually means the parents record their kid doing something. And they decided to post it. And I'm guilty of it. Trust me, I do. But don't get mad when your kids are learning something dumb because you saw it. And that's where you need to be aware of what your kids are watching and what they're doing like right now I can pull up my daughter's computer for school and look at what she's doing making sure she's actually in class don't know what their kids are doing what they're learning in school until they bring a note home and then you start to wonder what the heck's going on you need to be involved in their education one way or the other know what they're learning or what they're not learning and supplement it Mm -hmm. especially when they start acting out in school because a lot of times they're acting out because they're bored out of their mind we have so many teachers now that think you need to talk to them like they're four even though they're ten most kids find that condescending And if you listen to them, they actually start mocking them. Or am I the only kids that do that? Our kids cannot compete in society, in the world society, until we update their education. And it's sad because the more we update our education, the dumber they get. Because we're eliminating so many things. And we spend so much time teaching, like, instead of teaching to read, they teach them to memorize. Instead of teaching them to add, you teach them to memorize the facts. How is that going to help them in life? You need to learn the basics of how to add, how to subtract, how to multiply and divide, not memorize a bunch of problems. But we spend so much time working on the mental health aspect of it and focusing on the positivities. But when you just focus on the positivities or you focus on the mindset part of it, you're missing out on the whole other part. Because being false positive is just as damaging as being negative. False positive is in always being positive about everything in life. You're lying to yourself because life is not 100% positive every single day, all day long. That is just drinking the cough syrup. We all want that world, but that world doesn't exist. Any last comments before we end the show or run out of time for today? All right. Well, thank you for joining me today in my little rant about Christopher Columbus Day, Indigenous Day, and about ignoring history. We need to open our eyes and see what's going on around us. Join us tomorrow at noon Eastern with Travel Tuesday with Rick Reese and Ron Clayton. And join us back here tonight at 8 Eastern for Minoring to the Majors with Gavin John. Have a good day. Have a good night. See you back here tonight- later. Bye for now. With Lucky Lands Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere.